0: Hello and welcome to Solid Steps Radio. My name is Chad Russell. That is Kurt Souter of Further Still Ministries. And we have a little show here called Solid Steps Radio. And that name is not by accident. We came up with that name four, four years ago. And the concept behind the name is this. We believe that you uh, men, is who we we're primarily talking to, we have a lot of lady listeners, and that is great. We enjoy anyone to listen to us, if they would, But we want to talk primarily to the guys and we tell the guys, look, men, you are not walking in your full destiny as a man if you are not walking with Jesus Christ. So that's the heartbeat of why we do this show. And we want to tell the story that God is writing in men's lives and also that men will hear other men talking about what God is doing in their life. So it would hopefully impact the listener's life. So thanks for listening, whether you're doing it on purpose or on accident. So, you remember the really cool movie, uh, or at least I think it's cool. My my boys, my older ones like this that series, the movies where there was a TV show years ago, and they would have this spy, and he would sit down, and they would give him this message, and the message was your mission, if you choose to accept it, and then he would give him the mission, and then the. The recording would blow up, and then the 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 spy said, "Okay, I'm going to take that mission. It's called Mission Impossible. Was the name of the show. So when you hear the word mission, what do you think about? You think about this is your mission. Someone's giving you something to do, and should you choose to accept it? So today we have got a couple guys from a ministry that's been around for almost 30 years, living on mission in the community, and
1: how you, man, men and women can live on mission. So, yeah. So, Chad, you know, when you think about living on mission, when we when we gonna connect with Rob and Rich, wow, you guys are living on mission. And, and, and Rich, you are relatively new to this ministering organization, but Rob, you've been doing this for- Long time. Long time. You were in college, is that right? Yes, Milligan College. You were in Milligan College, and God has called you, I mean- this just, to birth this uh, ministry called Crossroads Missions. Is that what you called it back in the day? No, it was actually New Life uh, back when we first started, but there was a trucking
2: company called New Life, so we had to change the name. So we changed to Crossroads, which probably should have been a trucking company.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, okay, so uh, um, Rob, Crossroads Missions, uh, you said you started like in 89, but it really wasn't, formally what you kind of started in in 90 what was it yeah, so we started as just students at
2: Milligan, um, when we would have spring break, fall break, Christmas break, whatever break they give us, we would just take off on some mission trip, whether uh, most of it went to Mexico uh, back then, some of it went to St. Louis and Memphis and Arizona, and different places like that. Um, and so every time we had a break, we would take off and find something to do to help out. And by the time we graduated, we would led over 300 students into short-term mission service, and uh, then President uh, Marshall Leggett. Uh, Approached me and just says, "Hey, what's going to happen to this?" And I was like, "I don't know. It's not what I came to school for." But
1: uh, because he, you you went to school for what accounting and computer science, <laughs> yeah, and you've been um, doing mission trips and the like for yeah, going on thirty years. Yeah, love it. It's been a great way to spend a life. Okay, so um, you, you said the president of the of the college, yeah, Marshall Leggett. Uh, they had just seen. Uh, this, the benefit of having
2: students involved in active mission service and then coming back and talking about it and getting more people involved in it. And they didn't want to lose that. And so uh, he said, what about sticking around and doing it? And I was like, Hey, if it's, if it, let me pray about it, you know, (laughs) and if it all kinds of come together within a matter of weeks, we bought a bus, we'd booked trips, my best friend left his job and uh, came to work with me. And, and then, you know, that's where it all kind of began. And so we're off.
1: That, that, That's not even on your radar when you're a freshman in college to to start a mission. No. Ministry. No. We just just love doing mission. I grew up in a church that the
2: youth minister just, the best way to explain it, he was like, when you go on a missions trip, that is the fun. We don't go to the amusement park afterward He goes. the trip is the fun, the relationship, getting to hear the stories, getting to to meet the people. That's the fun. And, and, and we, we bought into that. We believed it and and it became part of our culture. And then we went off to college. That's how we just did
1: break. We just did break on mission. Which, which so many people miss, miss that, that piece of living on mission and uh, living the full life Oh, yeah.
2: I mean, don't get me wrong. I love going to the amusement park and hanging out at the beach and all that kind of stuff. But there's just something about when you get invested in people's lives and you see it change and you see your faith come alive in their eyes. uh, Man, that's 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 some hard time to beat. And so
1: and so, Rich,
3: you, you, you guys met at college at college. yeah. I thought he was crazy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, while the rest of us were trying to figure out what beach to go to on spring break, he's saving up money to buy this school bus uh, to take kids to Mexico. That's how I knew him. Um, yeah. So. And so
1: now here you are, fast forward all these years, and now you're working side by side with each yeah, other. Yeah, that's right. That that's good. To is, that is awesome. So, okay. So describe to our listeners, uh, Rob, uh, you know, Crossroads missions today. Here we are decades into the ministry, you told me the other day that you minister you know, to and with thousands of people every year. Talk to us about that.
2: Yeah. So Crossroads works in and out of the country, primarily in the United States. Um, we, we engage people from one day to a lifetime in ministry. And so like our shortest short-term mission trip is literally in your church parking lot. And so we come to your church and we do it there. And then we take people to places like Appalachia, New Orleans, Mexico. And then we have a field here, right here in Louisville, and we call that Serve Louisville. Um, And a lot of what we do in Louisville was actually birthed out of what we started many, many years ago in Mexico. Um, And just kind of as a way to make sure people were invested in what they were being blessed with, um, we, we developed a community in Mexico and part of their mortgage was they had to be active in community ministry. And what we have learned over the years is that community in Mexico is now one of the most sought after communities to live in, in a city of over 300,000 people. And it's not because the homes are great. They are. But the people want to live there because they know everybody that lives there cares about other people and is invested in the city and is invested in their lives and is invested in their community. And so we were like, man, how can we bring that? To Louisville, and when we revamped what we were doing here a few years ago, um, we set out to figure out how we could put people in Louisville on mission in a similar fashion.
1: So, I mean, so back up to, to the the ministry in Mexico, that that city, mm-hmm. and how, I mean, they they just they love, they care, they're compassionate, they live in a in such a a, a biblical community. That it's so attractive that people want to move there. Yeah.
2: One of the easiest stories, I was literally sitting in, in Melvin's house. He's, he's one of the families that live there. And one of his neighbors walked by at night and he says, Melvin, don't forget your kids' bikes are out here in the yards. He goes, who's going to steal them? All my neighbors are Christians. And then he looked at me and he says, never in my life have I ever been able to live somewhere where I could have made that statement. And then a few years later, they were having all kinds of problems in that city, a um, lot of cartel issues and things like that, back when all that was a big issue. And um, I got a phone call one night, and it was from one of the homeowners, and they were standing in the middle of our community, and all the neighbors were out there, and they were praying for their city. And they said, you could, you could literally hear guns in the background, and they just said, we want you to know we are the only people outside in our city right now, and we can only do this because we're here and we live together and we're all believers and we want to pray and help our city. And it's like, you know, that kind of stuff. I mean, it makes you want to just keep it going.
1: Well, and, and, and so th- th- that's what you're helping people do all over this country and wherever you can. And right here in Louisville, right, right here in Louisville. Yeah. That's just so cool. So, so give our listeners a, a little bit of framework. You, I think you said 12 to about 17,000 people you work with every year? Yeah, depending on which, which
2: program you're connected with, whether it's, you know, one day or for weeks, you know, we're, our, our staff of a couple dozen, um, we, we engage and involve more than 12 to 15,000, 17,000, depending on the year, into active missions and service.
1: Annually.
3: Yeah, we love it.
1: That is like, and, and, and the only, it's not like you got hundreds and hundreds of staff. You've got what? How many? No, there's about, about two dozen of us, counting interns. Two dozen people, and you're engaging all these people. Okay, so um, we're going to talk today about specifically Serve Louisville. Right. Um, in, a, in a nutshell, what is that? Uh, Serve Louisville is a partnership between
2: Crossroads, a local church and a church family. Um, Who have all agreed that we're going to move them into a community where they can help their church become relevant in a new way, and so that family um, takes on a mortgage. Um, You know the houses aren't free; they're gonna they're gonna purchase this house just like they were gonna purchase any other house. Uh, But we're gonna do it in partnership with their with their church. Their church is gonna be involved in in mentoring them, walking along beside them, holding them accountable to the things that they're gonna agree. Because along with the mortgage, they also like our families in Mexico. They make a five year covenant to be about some form of active ministry out of their home in their community. Um, and so that is kind of the basis for what missional living is. It's a lot of stuff that we would normally supposed to do, but we kind of put it under the context of, hey, you've made this agreement, and we've got people to help hold you accountable now.
1: Okay, so we're going to – I am fascinated by this. We're going to unpack this over the next three segments. We're going to take a break here, but we, we just want to hear the stories of what God is doing in and through Crossroads, as you partner with other Christians and churches um, here in Louisville and and even beyond. That's, that's good stuff.
0: So we'll take a break, be back in the next couple of segments to unpack what is going on in our community, what can go on in your community, no matter where you listen, and also how has the COVID crisis uh, helped them change direction to continue to be on mission just in a different way. So we're going to take a break, be back shortly on Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to Solid Steps Radio. Chad Russell, Kurt Satter. We are here talking about uh, living on mission with the gentleman from Crossroads Mission based out of Louisville, Kentucky. But we want to talk about people who've been on mission in our city financially. and Credit Union has been a lender, a bank, you name it. If you need financial help, and Credit Union can help you here in the Louisville and Kentuckiana area. Vision First Eye Care. If you can't see, you can't be on mission so Vision First Eye Care, Rod Rollo and his crew really help us, uh, help me see. My contacts right now are from Vision First. They're great. They see you more as not just a set of eyeballs, but a person over at Vision First. And then Bright Star Home Care. If you have somebody who you love, who needs in-home care, whether it's just stopping by one day a week or they need 24-7 care, Bright Star Home Care can help you do all all of those things.
1: Okay, so uh, and Rob's whispering to me, he goes, "Yeah, my wife works at Vision First. Yeah, shout out to Doctor Bethminton. <laughs> oh yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> um, so okay, so when, when we say missional living, um, some people are like, okay, just say that again. What, what does that mean? And you guys primarily work 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 with construction, mm-hmm. um, and we're gonna talk about a little bit what you know. What, what else you're doing, but describe in a nutshell, missional living. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll let Rich talk a little bit about this because he literally
2: just went on mission full time by joining us. And so it's, uh, it's very real in him. He just, he just turned his whole life over to living on mission
3: yeah, I think missional living's really about just that, right? it's It's living on mission. You know, i I, I read a Henry Blackaby book one time that said, uh, if you're asking God what His will is for your life, you're asking the wrong question, right? You should be asking what God's will is, and you just join him in that. And so for years, I felt the call to ministry and um, wasn't willing to join. Uh, but Recently, uh, just through some prayer, um, joined the team at Crossroads and uh, two weeks later, the world, uh, you know, flipped upside down, a pandemic struck and I was left asking myself, you know, maybe I heard God wrong, <clears throat> but uh, go ahead. Well, and you're, you're, Rob actually hired you and to be a part of the Crossroads missions team was to do what? To Raise awareness of Crossroads missions to build advancement, to raise funds, uh, to build relationships, really, is what I was asked to do. And then everyone had to stay indoors. Hard to build relationships, right, when you can't actually meet with anybody or see anybody or talk to anybody. Yeah, I mean, we're supposed to stay isolated.
1: We're supposed to, you know, not, you know, connect with people. That's your job. And then, but God had, he's got another plan, God's always got he, a bigger plan. He, got, he blew the door
3: wide open. What happened? So, uh, you know, two weeks after I started at Crossroads, uh, we had a global pandemic set in, as you know. And um, uh, most of the funding for Crossroads comes through uh, fees of uh, folks that go on mission with us. Uh, big fundraiser that we have every year. Uh, all of those trips got canceled. All of them. Let me say that again. No, all of them got canceled. Uh, <laughs> like, and what, so, are gonna do, know, what are we going to do, What are we going to do? And so, you know, uh, I come into the office. Rob, you know, when you get to know him, he's a bit of an entrepreneur. Um, and I asked him, what are you doing? And he says, I think I have figured out a way to retool some of our machinery to make surgical masks. And I thought, this guy's brilliant. We're going to sell surgical masks to earn the money that we need to keep our mission going. And, uh, he says to me, no, we're, we're not going to sell them. We're going to give them away. And I thought I really have made a mistake. What What kind of business model is that? (laughs) That's God's business model. Um, you know, Rob is always quick to say, we're going to do what we always do. We're going to, um, we're going to engage with people and we're going to figure out a way to help. That's missional living. Right. That's what mission, living on mission is all about. So, so you're not going to sell these masks. You're going to give them away. And
1: and now you've made, how many masks have you made? We're somewhere north of 50,000
2: that we've been able to make and give away. And when I say we have made them, I mean tons and tons of volunteer, hundreds of volunteers coming in, serving thousands of hours. Um, And one of the coolest things about that is it, it it was hard to see in the moment, but like for Rich, one of his marching orders was, Hey, develop new relationships in Louisville pandemic. Can't talk to anybody, you know? And so now all of a sudden um, we're no properly socially distanced. We're having groups come in every day to make masks. And they get to meet him. They get to meet Rich. Rich is one of the guys. And what, what turns out to be happening is like, All these people are brand new people, like almost none of them were people that we already knew in, in, in ministry with Crossroads. And so we're developing dozens and dozens of new relationships and helping people who are looking for a way to be relevant in crisis and to use their faith and to use their time and to use their resources to give back because everybody wants to be part of the solution. Um, And so, and then they realize, Hey, these are all just being given away and it becomes super personal, super, um, uh, important to them. And so we start putting lists of all the places on the walls of where they're going and who's getting them and how many they're receiving. And these people just light up. I mean, it's just, they're excited. I mean, some of these people are coming every day. For four hours a day, three, four, five times a week, you know, at the beginning, and it's just, it's just fantastic to see people take their talents and their time and plug them into meaningful ministry, and then to kind of get to meet the people in the parking lot as we hand off these boxes
1: and bags full of masks um, for people who are really struggling to to get them. And so, and and you've been able to distribute these. Thousands and thousands of masks. Yeah. All over the country.
3: 50, all over yeah, the country. over 50,000 yeah. masks that we've made and donated to, I think we, the last count, it was 161 um, it, uh, recipients. Different entities. Entities, entities yeah. all over the country, yeah. from Indian tribes out west to hospitals right here in our community, local fire and rescue. Um, just, yeah, all different types. And of all
1: these people are engaged- Volunteering their time, serving mm-hmm. for the glory of Christ. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's living on mission. That's,
2: that's getting out there and using your time and talent to help tell the story. You know, like, I, don't tell me about your Jesus if it's not real in my life, you know, but like, if, if, you, if you need a mask in order to go somewhere, well, you, we're here to and, help. And we're here to help. And we get, they want to know why. And especially when we give them away, they want to know why they're free because nothing's free in a pandemic. You know, and so so it's like, why are why, you giving? Why would so we get to do this, yeah. So we get to talk door, about the
1: door is wide open to talk. Absolutely,
2: yeah. There's there's that's why we give them away.
1: You know, you to know create uh, the opportunity. It reminds me of First Peter three when it says, uh, Peter says, "Hey, be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks." And a lot mm. of times, what we do is we give answers before people ask. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. And so what what you were doing is you you're you're giving away masks, and then they ask this question like, "So why why are you doing this?" Yeah. And then you're able to give the answer.
2: Yeah. We have, a, we have a program called Help Build Hope. We literally give away framed houses. And um, that's really hard for people to understand, You know, get, getting a whole frame of a house. And we, I don't know how many times we've had to like, write letters to attorneys that say, yeah, there
1: won't be a bill that follows this.
2: You know, it's just kind of like right, because people don't expect
1: free. Okay, um, so, so, so describe to our listeners, Help Build Hope, you, you partner with a church, mm-hmm. and you, you get all the church folks to come out. Yeah.
2: And do what? It's the, uh, we call it the shorter short-term mission trip because it's right there in their church parking lot. And it also is the, uh, for people who think that I don't preach, I don't sing, I don't teach. What do I have to offer the kingdom? hey, here it is, like come out in the parking lot. In about four hours, you're gonna actually build a framed home. We're gonna stand it up in your parking lot. You're gonna walk through it. You're gonna write words of encouragement on the walls. You're gonna write your favorite scripture verse. You're gonna send a letter to a potential family. Um, and then these homes are gifted off to like Habitat for Humanity and the Fuller Center for Housing or other ministry partners all across the country. We're about 1,300 homes into this now. Um, and you guys so, have, hold, Crossroads Missions has helped build Thirteen hundred homes, yep, giving them all away. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And it's and, and so like these homes when they stand in a neighborhood, everybody has nosy neighbors. I mean, like if you build a house on my street, when the contractors go home, I'm walking down there. I want to know, hey, they got a bigger closet than I have. You know, what's their kitchen going to look like? You know, and so so it it happens everywhere. And so you know when they but here when these houses get stood and people walk in them, they're literally. Covered in scripture. They're covered in words of encouragement. So you can't help but to see what the body of Christ is about somewhere else. And it leads people to ask questions. And then the homeowners. I've never got a letter that says, Boy, I really appreciate how straight the boards were or how many nails you put in our headers. But we get letters that talk about, Man, how awesome is it to, when I put my kids to bed at night, that I know that they are going to bed in a room that is covered and surrounded by scripture. And that is the church alive, and people in the church living on mission, helping to tell the story. They may never meet those
1: people, but they have impacted them and their kids forever. Well, and I remember at our church when we did help, uh, help build hope, build hope, and we we put together a bunch of houses, yeah. for 33. thirty-three for the Katrina, <laughs> yeah, yeah, thirty-three when the hurricane, homes, and all those homes went down to families who had lost their homes. Mm-hmm. That's, um, and so, okay, we're going to continue to hear stories about what you guys are doing, um, here in Kentucky and beyond, but we need to take a break. So we're going to take a break, come back
0: and talk more about not only building homes, but there's a new project they're working on with veterans and, uh, getting them homes. And, and again, if, if you're probably thinking I didn't hear him right, 1300 homes given away for free. I sell real estate for a living. I can tell you the amount of money in that is amazing, but what it's doing for the longer haul is way bigger than money. So we're gonna take a break, hear more about what they're doing and how maybe you can participate in this with not only with them, but in your own community. So we're gonna take a break. Be back shortly on Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to Solid Steps Radio. Chad Russell, Kurt Sauter. We are talking with the gentleman from Crossroads Mission. And if you're just joining us, you missed the first two segments. I'm sorry about that. But here's the good news. You can go to Facebook, SoundCloud, or iTunes, or wherever you listen to podcasts, and just type in Solid Steps Radio, and you'll be able to hear all of our shows in their entirety, commercial-free, thanks to our great sponsors like Frank Enterprises. If you have water outside of your house, not going where it's supposed to go, you have a problem. Septic tanks, uh, drainage, you name it. Frank Enterprises helps in Louisville, Kentucky, Anna area, also along with landscaping needs. So Frank Enterprises will take care of you. Dan Hart Financial, if you want to say, I want to have a biblically wise retirement, if you think you're ever going to retire, then Dan Hart can sit down and talk to you about what that looks like with a free consultation. And then Southern Smoke Catering, my personal favorite sponsor, because they taste the best. They have the best brisket you'll ever eat. Chris Hadley and his crew, they are a catering-only company. SouthernSmokeCatering.com is the website, we think. Uh, great
1: food, great great organization. Okay, so <laughs> you know what, Chet? Uh, Rob and Rich, you know this guy is a knucklehead, and uh, that's why we like to hang around him. Yeah, right. Hey, anyway, so uh, we're going to talk about uh, this of living and Serve Louisville, but... but specifically describe to our listeners in just a a few minutes here what you're doing this weekend and really what you have been doing all over really the country. Because whether you're living here in in the Kentuckiana area or you're listening in California or wherever, you you guys have done ministry like this Describe what you're going to be doing this weekend. Yeah, sure. So while we're based out of Louisville, we we literally do
2: this all the, all across the country. So this weekend we're going to be out at Shelby Christian Church in Shelbyville, Kentucky. Um, we're partnering with the uh, southeast plant that's out there, and also uh, one of the other uh, churches in the in the community. So there'll be three churches there. And in the morning, between okay, so I'll
1: back up. The, yeah, there are three churches who are working together. Yep. to make this happen.
2: Yeah, they're which, all they're all going to bring people. We're all going to be hanging out in the parking lot. Well, it's going to be awesome. Which I I, I just yeah. love that. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. So, so between nine and noon, they're going to get together and they're actually going to frame an entire house. Um, and we'll put it up. They can walk through it. It'd be just a good time. Um, after it's after that part has happened, and I don't want to minimize that. I mean, like that is an amazing thing. They're going to show up in the morning, probably about 150 people. There's just going to be a pile of lumber. And around lunchtime, those same 150 people are going to get to walk through a house. Now, most of the people coming are not carpenters. They're just they're they're those. I don't preach. I don't teach. I don't sing. What I have to offer, I just want to get out and help. And this is where it kind of starts. And our goal is get you out of the pew into the parking lot and help you cast a vision for you and your family to go and serve. And so this particular home is going to leave that parking lot and it's just going to go a couple miles down the road and it's going to be gifted off to the local habitat chapter there in Shelbyville. And then our Serve Louisville team is going to step in and they will take over and they will now build that home to completion and hopefully have it wrapped up somewhere around the end of the year. Now, the thing is, we can't do that with just our Serve Louisville staff. And so- Yeah, because there's only, you know, you guys- a handful sort of, of us here in Louisville. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so we rely on volunteers and our participants. So some of our participants come from all over the country to Louisville to just hang out for a week with us and kind of help us help people live on mission. And then we have, uh, we we like to call them our, our retired little army. Uh, uh, they're just, they're an amazing group of guys that just have developed camaraderie and fellowship and outreach. And these guys show up on the job site every week, wherever we send them, and they just Pour into these projects. But not only to the projects, but they pour into the lives of the people that they meet. They pour into the neighbors. It is not a job to them. They're not getting paid. They're coming out because they love God. They know that God's given them a gift and an opportunity, but they also get fellowship and they get purpose and meaning and they get to help us accomplish the vision that God's laid out before us. And so, you know, it'll it'll be hundreds and hundreds of hours of volunteers poured into this house. And at the end of the year... We'll get to see a family move into it that will ultimately be connected back to these churches that started in their parking lot.
1: And so, I mean, you, you get to see this full circle, you, you, you know, uh, from beginning, these three churches working together and then yeah. building this house. Yeah.
2: In a couple of weeks, we're in Portland. I uh, just got off the phone the other day in, at the, in, in September. We're up in Columbus, Ohio. I mean, literally all over the country, all we need is a church that's willing to do this in their parking lot to get the ball rolling. And then we take over and we help connect up with local habitats and other ministries that can use those resources.
1: So, so uh, uh, somebody's listening to this right now and they're like going, we, we, we need to do that at our church. Yeah. They go to crossroads... dot Crossroadsmissions.com. And they contact you guys, and yep. the, the, wherever they're from, you're going to work with them. Yep. They're going to look on that webpage for the Help Build Hope program,
2: and that's where they get started. It's amazing. It is, it is. It truly is awesome. I mean, when you show up in the parking lot and you see families out there, uh, and, you know, and you'll have a group of contractors, and they'll show up, and they'll build four or five walls, and they'll, they'll just be knocking it out. Then you'll have one family that shows up, and it may take them four hours to build one wall, but it doesn't matter. Because it's about that family getting an opportunity to like pour into their kids and invest in their kids and to write scripture on the walls and to explain it how their family working today makes a difference in a family's
1: life forever. That's it's a cool story. I mean, and so when did you start the the building homes? Was that? From the so, very beginning, so, too. Yeah.
2: So this, all this, circles back to the, the community that we started in Mexico. The first five homes that we did were th- was through the National Missionary Convention when it was in Knoxville, Tennessee, and we had thousands of high school students get together and they built five houses on top of a parking garage in Knoxville. And it just kind of people started saying, "How can we do that?" And the very first church is where we're going this next weekend with Shelby Christian Church. So it's really? kind of neat. Yeah. So that was that was that was in, that was in. That that was in the year 2000s. That was 20 years ago. No, okay. So like how big is this house that you're going to build? Uh No, this one this weekend is a little bit larger because uh, depending on the, the neighborhoods, they all have their own covenants. A typical home is going to be somewhere between 11 and 1300 square feet. I think this one's 1900 square feet. This is a little bit larger uh, neighborhood that this home is going into. Um, but yeah, typically about 1300 square feet is I would say the average. And we have over a hundred different floor plans that people can choose from. So it's not just, hey, go on and you have to take this house. We literally have we're well over 100 homes that people pick from
1: now. Okay, so now you're, but you're also doing some other things called tiny homes. Yeah, so, so we not only partner with organizations like Habitat and Fuller
2: Center, um, but in Shelbyville this year, we're partnering with Awake Ministries, um, and they just love on people, and they do an amazing job of loving on people. And so we, engage people in active missions and service. And we help our partners accomplish things that they would have difficulty doing without outside help. So you take all that stuff and you put it together. And now Crossroads is helping AWAKE build transitional housing for veterans who are in crisis. And we are we will wrap that the transitional homes up
1: here this July. So um, these are these are veterans who've served in our military. Absolutely. They've come back into our society. Yep. They've got some struggles yep. with what... what whatever it might be, yeah. and you're coming alongside Awake Ministries, who, right. by the way, we've had on the radio here, oh, yeah, and we, we love, we've high, we've high, uh, love those guys, uh, love what they're doing, and you're partnering with them to help build how many homes? Uh, six, yeah.
2: And so you got you to remember, like, a house in and of itself, it, it doesn't save anybody. But that house gives us the opportunity to love on a community that house gives a wake an opportunity to minister to every single person that will come through it. And that house gives people security. It gives them a, a safe place while they, while they sort out whatever is going on in their life. And we know that that investment in that home means literally decades of ministry is going to take place. And our volunteers, when they walk on that job site, they know that literally hundreds, if not thousands of people, will be affected by these tiny homes in the future.
3: And that's really what um, Crossroads is all about, right? It's about coming alongside, whether that be an individual, a family, a ministry, a church. Um, Our motto is partnering with those um, individuals, those ministries to help them accomplish something they wouldn't be able to accomplish on their own. That's cool. uh, Talk to
1: us just real quickly about, um, I've never picked up a hammer before. I have no idea what a screwdriver is. Um, I, I want to help, but I don't even know what to do. Yeah. Well, there's really only two types of people. They're skilled and carried to skilled. So
2: everybody qualifies. <laughs> so, you know, there's nobody who comes on a job site that doesn't have a job. And so like we literally like there's there's no time when when we don't have something that we because because every one of our job sites has skilled project managers and leaders and interns that understand that not everybody comes at the same skill level. Um, and so, yeah, it, it might take you out of your comfort zone but it's going to be needed and necessary. And at the end of the day, we're going to hopefully have given you an opportunity to walk away feeling like you've really contributed.
1: So Chad could bring his boys Oh yeah, who we, are what 13 <clears throat> down to two. So could, you could probably believe, could bring the two-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> but, um,
0: he actually would probably be more productive than <laughs> yeah. some of the other ones, to be honest but, yeah,
2: I mean, they, they could all engage – in building a house. Yeah, my son, Aiden, uh, he's 12, loves to be on the job site. Uh, does a great job. Loves demo more than anything. But um, but yeah, no, we, we love when families work together. It's super important. I mean, like, like getting your kids involved at a young age just helps them to understand, man, giving is also receiving.
1: Well, Jesus said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. And what you are trying to do with folks in... in in what you're doing here is raising up kingdom mindset, kingdom workers for the glory of Christ. Yeah. Yeah. That is absolutely awesome. We're gonna take a
0: break, come back for one fourth and final segment. And we're gonna talk a little bit more about being mission-minded. But if you're hearing my voice right now and you've listened to this show or you're just listening for a couple of seconds, And you thought, "Eh, that's really cool. No matter where you are, what you just heard can be done in your city. And you can be the point person to start that process. All you got to do is be willing. So uh, we're going to come back in the next segment. And so how do we apply this in day-to-day life? How do you wake up in the morning and say, I'm going to be on mission? Can you imagine if Jesus said, I have no mission today? He knew his mission. It was to get to the cross and to be obedient to the father. How can we be obedient as well? We're going to hear that in the next fourth Fourth and final segment here on Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to Solid Steps Radio. Chad Russell, Kurt Souter. We are talking today with the guys from Crossroad Missions. And man, the first three segments have been awesome. And the second one was okay. But all three (laughs) have been great because we got some great guys talking about missional living. Uh, We want to thank our our sponsors, Veritech Generators. We've been talking about building homes. If you need a generator for your home, so the power won't go out, whether it's for your business or your commercial business uh, or your home, Veritech Generators can service the generator you have or give you a free estimate for another generator. Iroquois Family Dental, if you're in the Louisville area, they have two locations, one in Southwest Louisville, one in East Louisville. Uh, They are family-friendly dental office. Uh, And also Executive Elevators are a new sponsor to our show. If you know someone who wants to live, another home uh, connection here. If you know someone who wants to live in their home and the only reason they're moving, and I have so many houses for people who just moved because they couldn't tackle that first floor going up and down stairs, Executive Elevators can help them stay in their home by adding an Executive Elevator. I also want to thank the Southeast Outlook. They are a publication that helps worldwide telling
1: the story that God is doing in his kingdom. Chad, you know what I love about our sponsors—they live missionally. Yes, they yeah. do. I mean, whether they're Southern Smoke Barbecue or you know Eric Veal of Dentistry, yeah. those guys, everything, every one of those guys and folks live for the kingdom, yeah. and they they do their work for the glory of Jesus. And I, and and that's what I love about you, Crossroads guys, um, Rob and Rich, um, just you know, guys, wrap up in this last segment. Talk to our listeners about the kind of different levels of of involvement. That you know, if they're really all in, or they still got some questions, just talk to them about that. Yeah,
2: yeah. If you're if you're listening to this and you are all in, you are ready to live on mission. You want your church to be relevant in your community, and you happen to live in the Kentucky Anna area. Absolutely, please reach out and talk to us. We we want to partner with you. More importantly, we want to partner you and your church together to make a difference. And so it may be it may be moving. It may be doing a really intentional remodel that allows you to use your home in in a way to really impact your neighborhood. Uh, you know, you may be you may be empty nested and you just never had the opportunity to really use your home, but now you do And You've got time and you've got liberty and you've got resources that you can put to it, but your house just isn't set up for what you want to do. Well, let us help you do that. And let us help you partner with your church so they can come alongside you and hold you accountable for it. You know, and, and we do that with volunteers. So if you're not ready to go all in, but you know, you've got time and energy and, and you want to just get involved. You want to just, you want to put feet to action. Um, you, go on our website and figure out where you want to plug in. If it's here in Louisville, fantastic. If you want to go on a trip with us, that's great too. But if you're listening to this and you're not in Louisville, man, there are groups like Crossroads all across this country that just love volunteers. And they, they exist because you get engaged. And, and don't, don't buy into the lie that you don't have something to contribute. God has given us all amazing abilities. And you can take that. It doesn't have to be construction. It just happens to be construction with us. And so then, you know, one of the last things is like, you've heard all this today. It doesn't make any sense to you. That's okay. It doesn't have to make sense right off the bat. If you're just listening to this and you're like, man, I really need a new kitchen. You're like, that's okay. Yeah. We would love to come and help you get a new kitchen because part of what we do as a ministry is we take on a certain number of for-profit jobs every year. And that helps us to be able to do all of this ministry stuff that we've okay, talked so, about.
1: Okay, so, so Rob, I, I want a new... I've been thinking about a new kitchen or a new bathroom, and like I, I can't do all the other stuff you talk about today. Sure, but I, I, yeah, I would hire you guys. Yeah, absolutely. I'll hire you guys. You're gonna come in. You're gonna give me an estimate, and you're gonna you give me a, d- a design of the kitchen that I've been dreaming about for the last five years. And you guys will come in and do it. Yeah. And I'm gonna pay you, and the profits that you that you that you would make off of that go to enhance what you're doing around the world.
2: Right. A hundred percent of the the money that's made in that program stays in our program so that our guys can be about things like the tiny homes. They can be about things like helping Habitat for Humanity. They're things like helping other families who are ready to move on mission. So, so yeah. So we we come right alongside. And the, the beauty of it is, is we still use a lot of those same people. We still use the same contractors that we use on these other jobs. Some of the same volunteers that work with us on our houses, they also help us on our for profit because they understand that giving of their time and energy on those projects as well. Is just like them making a contribution and they love the people that we work with. And so it's not, you don't just get a remodel, you get friends, you get, you get people who want to love on you and they want you, they want you to know that they love you and they love you because God loved them. And so it's just just an awesome
1: opportunity. So, so what project is too big? What project is too small for you guys? There really isn't too small of a project. Um, uh,
2: we, we build homes from the ground up. So unless you're building something bigger than a home, you're really not going to go too big for us. Um, but you know, even on the small stuff, we love it. You know, it's like, and if it's super small, we're going to probably just send over a couple guys and they're just going to hang out with you and get it done and just love on you. And so if it's just replacing like flooring in one room, Great, send it our way. We'd love to do that. We'd love to come hang out, get but, to know but you. But I want a new deck,
1: house. or I I want to add on to you know my house and have a deck. I can call you guys up and go, I, I need an estimate on this deck, and you'll come out and do it. And yeah, and hopefully afterwards we can drink some lemonade on that deck and hang out with <laughs> you. You know, because for us we love the projects, but
2: we also love the relationships and the fellowships that come out of that.
1: Stuff. Well, uh, what you guys do is you are in the you know construction world all for the glory of God and develop relationships with people. Yeah, we we use construction as an
2: opportunity to engage entire communities. You know, if we're going to be on a street for a month, our goal isn't just to work on your house. We hope to get to meet your neighbors. We hope to get to engage. And hopefully, we'll help you engage your neighbors. Because for us, construction is just a way to, to develop new friends, new relationships, and help point those people to an understanding that we love you and we work with you because Christ loved us
1: first. You're in the people business and you just happen to be doing building stuff. Yep. it's yeah. awesome. I also want to remind our listeners, uh, we've got a radio
0: station now. We are on in Palm Springs, California, Pure Radio FM 100.9. Thank you guys for listening. You mentioned you, you don't have a, a connection there. So if somebody's listening in that area, they're rolling down the road and you're like, man, that sounds really cool. You'll go
2: to Palm Springs. We'd love to be in Palm Springs. Give us a call.
1: (laughs) That is so awesome. Rob and Rich, thank you guys for coming. Thanks for what you guys do for the glory of Christ, for the kingdom of God. And uh, thanks for coming in and sharing your heart. Um, You know, any last words that you guys want to share with our listeners um, that they need to hear about uh, Serve Louisville or missional living, anything that we've missed don't miss out on the opportunity that
2: God's laid before you to use your time and talent and resources to serve others. It It, it is just, like I tell people, it, it has been the best way to spend a life. It isn't what I had planned when I went to college, but it couldn't have been
3: better. Yeah. And Rich? Yeah, I, you know, I've, I'm learning firsthand, right, that uh, uh, God... Uh, is gracious to those who are willing to give of themselves. And um, man, I just, if you have ever used an excuse uh, about not living on mission, you don't have an excuse now because we have opportunities for anybody at every skill level, uh, you know, here in Louisville and abroad. So if you're looking for a way, uh, come, come join us. You know, when, as you guys are talking, I'm thinking about what the Apostle Paul, I
1: mean, there's not a person that doesn't want to hear at the end of their life, well done, good and faithful servant. Mm. I have finished the, the I finished the race. I've kept the faith. And uh, that's what you guys are, helping people finish well, finish strong, live your life to the fullest. Rich, would you pray us out and pray for us guys that we will be on mission, that we
3: will be men who will live for the kingdom. Absolutely. Lord, I just want to say thank you so much for every person who's listening uh, to this radio show right now, Lord. Uh, for the men who uh, have given of their time here, who are... Um, maybe looking for opportunities to serve, Lord, I just pray that you would help us to step out of our comfort zone. We serve a great God. Uh, Help us, Lord, to look for opportunities to introduce you, uh, that great God that we serve, uh, to the people around us. And um, Lord, we can do that by living on mission with you. So I just pray that uh, each and every person um, in earshot of this radio station goes and looks for an opportunity to serve. Uh, the great God that we serve. In Jesus' name,
1: amen. Amen. Thank you, Rich. Thank you, Rob. Thanks for coming in.
0: Crossroadsmissions.com. Crossroadsmissions.com is their website. Everything you need to know to volunteer, get more information. They have all that information at that site. Facebook page? Yep, Crossroads Missions. Crossroads Missions on Facebook. So you've heard today about a mission, and, and what's your mission? You know, if you woke up today and said, my mission was to go to work, my mission is to be a husband, be a father, great missions. But Jesus, the King, is coming back one day and he's coming back to establish his kingdom. And part of his coming back is, what did you do with the talent you've been given for the kingdom? So if you say, I don't know what I'm gonna tell Jesus when I see him, by grace, we're saved through faith. But there's also the what am I going to do reward as far as receive as far as rewards. You better get on mission, man, <laughs> if you're listening. And if you say I don't know what I'm going to do, go to CrossroadsMissions.com. Start there and they let's work our way. Ya. Let's work our way out from there. <laughs> hey, pass this along to someone. That would be really helpful. If you say what can we do for Solid Steps Radio and this show, what you just heard today about Crossroads Missions uh, on Facebook, we're going to be airing it and we'll promote it on our Facebook page. So go to like. Uh, Solid Steps Radio on Facebook, and then share this when you see a post. If you would just share it on your page, that would help us tremendously. Thank you for listening. And we hope to hear from you again here on Solid Steps Radio.